What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. I'm David Dale. In this episode, Fireside Chats. Grind, grind, that's all I know. Find the time to quit, oh no. No matter good or bad, still I go. I never crack under pressure, I can't be broke. Sun up to the sun down. Map it out, now run it down. Mayweather, I never lose. I be making these money moves. Sun up to the sun down. Map it out, now run it down. Mayweather, I never lose. I be making these money moves. So, um, I just want to start out by introducing David and, and kind of how I got to know David a little bit. Um, so why don't you share, David, the first time we ever met? Do you remember? It, I, oh, I would imagine that it's really close See, to your it's, heart. It's a really near and dear time. Um, so first time we met was under pressure, right? Under pressure? Under pressure. What were we doing? Yeah. No, oh, back sure. at you. Yeah, CrossFit. CrossFit. Yeah. Under pressure. That creates good things, right? So David's wearing a baggy shirt, but what you can't see is that this guy's chiseled like a Greek god. Almost. Almost <laughs> like a Greek god. Just, just shy. Well, he's got the locks, which we're going to talk about right. later. But locks. Yeah. Very, very, very luscious locks. <laughs> it took some time, but luscious. Um, no, we met under pressure, right? We met under a situation where we were both trying to overcome adversity. 100%. And uh, I've made some really good friends out of there, actually. Um, I'm sure you probably have, too. It's, it's pretty under, underrated, I think, more than anything, as far as the friendships you do make out of a situation like that. Um, and I've been, sorry, I'm just no, spending some ahead. time thinking about that, actually, now that you mentioned that, and I've, I've, we've, I've made some really good friends out of CrossFit, and I, I wonder what the link is. Well, so <clears throat> some of the best, some of the first times that I would have ever said that I had a best friend, I was exposed to a group of guys and put in a situation where we were basically put through like, Tony Robbins meets Navy SEAL Hell Week. Right. And, or Tony, I, I normally tell people Tony Robbins meets Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. And on the other Good side analogy. of that adversity together, there's camaraderie because you're cheering people on, you're seeing them when they're the most vulnerable, when they're at their weakest. Right. When they shine, when they break down. Absolutely. And you want to, and you, you want to see those people exceed and succeed. Um, and so it's, it's, it's interesting to find the, commonality between two people when you're in those positions um and i think it's it's almost like you don't really have to even talk about it you just know like this dude's real right like he's bringing it so and and you know that kind of dovetails into my first experience with crossfit so we actually crossfit it's crossfit lee summit uh-huh. um crossfitls.com if you check it out it's it's a cool box if you're ever in kansas city drop in super friendly community awesome. Awesome guys, Aaron's super knowledgeable, knows a lot about CrossFit, knows a lot about nutrition, knows a lot about movements. I mean, you, you name it, the guy's, the guy's sharp, he knows his stuff. Um, and he's a great teacher um, and also a great learner, honestly, he really is. Like right. he picks stuff up and he, he runs with it. So couldn't say anything more about CrossFit Lee Summit, honestly. Well, and, and so my experience was though, coming in, the coaching staff was super welcoming, super great, but right at first, everybody else, like, there's a little bit of a buffer. Like everybody's friendly and they introduce themselves, uh-huh. but you kind of expect an accelerated friendship because you know, hey, we're struggling together. Right. But like talk about like a lot of people come in with the idea that, hey, we're gonna be members. And so what what's your experience there? What do you where do you think I'm going with this? Like Um, I think a lot of people think it's easy, like everything else you get into. I think they look at it from the outside and they're like, Yeah, you know, I can do this. I can get on I can get on board. I can be a CrossFitter. And then you get into it and you're like 
four minutes into the workout and you're like, I, I don't think I can be a CrossFitter. I think this is really hard. I think it's terrible. Actually, as a matter of fact, where's the door or where's the trash can or where's the water fountain or how do I get a break? How do I stop? Right. And I think you watched that and from the out, and I'd, I think by the time you had been there, I'd maybe been there maybe three or four years. Mm -hmm. So I had been through those emotions and those feelings and those, you know, walking out and getting in my car and dry heaving as I drive down the street. <laughs> um, and you watched that, but being um, in that uncomfortable position, finding a way to, to be comfortably uncomfortable, I feel like is, is where, where you get the good stuff. Well, and for me, what I noticed was the, the community inside of the gym, they're friendly, but there's a period of almost where they, they, they keep a little bit of distance to see if, if, because, and now I realize that so many people come in, they're, yeah, CrossFit gung-ho, they go buy themselves some Reeboks, and, right. and, they're, and yeah. they're, not Nikes, right? No, yeah, Nanos, yeah, no Nike. No Nike. <laughs> You're, are you still boycotting Nike? No, 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 okay. no, no. It's, we I can mean, say it on it. Like, let, let's. I mean, let's you know, it, it, no, no. It, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> so anyway, not boycotting Nike. Not boycotting Nike as much. Yeah, as much. <laughs> I, you know. So, so my anyway though, it it was interesting to me because I'm such a social person, mm -hmm. and you actually stood out because I had I had been crossfitting on my own. Sure. And so I was cardiovascular, I was in good shape, I could run, right. I could I could keep up in body weight movements. And and you were one of the first guys that I think that were like really opened up and, and befriended me. Sure. Which I really needed because it seemed like a lot of other people maybe had felt burnt because they invest in relationships with people and then mm -hmm. they just dip out and never come back. Yeah, I think um I just I mean I I just like being nice to people. You know, it's one of those where I, I look at people and I see that they're really trying to work hard and they're trying, it's not, they're not trying to look for a way out, they're looking for a way to get better. Right. And I could see that in you for sure. And you pick those people out and you know, that's not gonna be the only thing we have in common, I feel like, and, and that's where I've found with a lot of the friendships, like it's not just related back to CrossFit, it's related back to the type of person that you are. And I think by looking at that and observing you go through that grind, I can say, man, I, I like this guy. He's given, he's given his effort and he's not just sitting back and just trying to be like, let me get through this class. Let me get this, <laughs> you know, this hour, this 30 minutes, whatever it is, mm -hmm. this five minute, 10 minute workout. It's, you can, you can tell that you're looking for, you're looking for the adversity. And well, and, and to me, the, the very best part of a CrossFit class, which I think I've watched several people just in their habits, they miss out on. Mm -hmm. And I would say that it probably is gonna cause them to miss out on the community of CrossFit is the 10 minutes following the workout of the day. So it's called a WOD, W-O-D. W-O-D. But yeah, it's workout, workout of, the of the day. And following the WOD, the 10 minutes after everybody's destroyed and they've picked up all their stuff, they put stuff away, standing around and just chatting for a It's crazy though, it's right? It's just, like, you know, you got the endorphins rolling, you're feeling good, you're a little bit hungry, you're kind of thirsty, but you're like, man, I, I like where I'm at. It, I do. And mm -hmm. the people that are there usually that you talk to 10 minutes, they like that. They like that feeling. It doesn't matter how hard you push, you know, in, in on the leaderboard, it's more right. how hard did you push yourself, Right. you know? And I think that's the main thing. And yeah, you, you talk about it like, man, this, really, this is the worst part, this sucked. Like, I never want to do that again. But you come back every Show day. Show up the next day. <laughs> it's like, well, I, you know, explain it. I, I don't know. I, I was really walking out it. this morning, and it was a heavy leg day. At, we have lots of heavy leg days. Heavy leg days. <laughs> Three to four times a week. Yeah. Aaron, thank you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> heavy leg day. Yeah. So 
Um, for me, whenever I was leaving today, they're like, see you tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. And, and that's always how I leave. But then the, by the next morning, I've got 24 hours to talk myself into the insanity again. It's the internal fire that just continually burns and it just never goes away. And it's, I, think it's, I think that's what links us all together, honestly. I really do. There's something about just the grind, man, that you just, you, I just, you love. I mean, or you don't and you leave. Right. You know, and that's what you're talking about. The community is just, that's, it's, it's, people recognize that. Like, you know, I was at a comp this weekend and I, I did a workout with three of the people I'd really never done a comp with before. And mm -hmm. we walked out high five and just like, man, you did so much better than I thought you were going to. You bitched about a lot of stuff beforehand. And you said, oh, I got a hurt shoulder. I got a bad back. My, you know, I can't do pistols. I can't do, you know, this and that. But you did it. Like, you went through and you did it. And I got nothing to say other than nice job and a handshake. Right. Because I don't, you know, I've worked out with people where they say they're in good shape. And it's not really about the shape. It's about the heart, honestly. Like, you walk in and if you're going to give some heart and you're going to throw down, dude, we're good. Right. But if you're going to come in and just kind of like, eh, I'm going to beat around the bush. I'm not really going to do my thing. Well, I don't have any room for that, you know, like not in a competition, especially. So, and, you know, I think that we could sit here literally for an hour oh, and yeah. talk about CrossFit. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so again, just shout out CrossFit Lee Summit, Aaron Axmere, awesome community of coaches and leadership there. and, and, and Instagram, just, Facebook. Yeah, hit it yeah. up, CrossFit LS. Um, but, but more than that, I think what you just said there is, I, I call it real recognizing real. Sure. And, and this is, you know, it's money moves, right? It's about business, about grind, it's about hustle. And, and in that same conversation, I think that that's an area that you and I bonded on as well is that you're a business owner. Uh -huh. And we want to talk about that for sure and, and talk about what you do and, and, and kind of where your heart comes from that. But also, I've watched you and this, I'm super particular. And, and for those of you that know me personally, and, and th those of you that don't, you should. My, it, you should. <laughs> <laughs> My inner circle, like the five people that I would call my crowd, like the guys that I'll go out of my way to say, hey, let's grab coffee, let's talk, let's chat, let's break apart. I'm not driven to do that based on their income. I'm driven to do that based on who they are and the fire they carry in relation to this grind and hustle called entrepreneurship. And so I intentionally surround myself. and. And, and it, inevitably, you fall to the average of your five closest peers. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. like, what I love about you is, is you spend so much time. My grandpa said to me one time, he said, lad, you're so busy looking at the top rung of the ladder, you never see the one right in front of your face. And what mm -hmm. I love about you is you're constantly talking about the rungs you've got in front of you, but also talking about, you know, if you look up there and kind of the left, I think there's a handhold. Like, yeah, let's, I think we can get there. Let's talk about it. Sure. I mean, I think it's just, you know, we got a dream, you know, there's, there's, there's room for being a dreamer. You got you got a dream. I mean, if you're sitting around just constantly consumed with what you did in your past and trying to figure out, okay, well, Hey, you know, maybe I didn't do last week so good, or maybe I didn't do two years ago so good, but tomorrow is going to be a better day. We're going to, we're going to move on and we're going to move up. And I think that's, you know, you hit on a good point. Like you surround yourself by people that are successful and that do well. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's the crowd that you're drawn to. And, you know, I, you know, I, I call it luck, call it whatever, you know, God's work. It's just it's the place we've been. So, right. yeah, it makes sense to just continue to surround yourself by people that are, you know, common, you know, that, that work together. Well, and, and so I agree with everything you said, but I think that everybody owes it to themselves to just delete the word luck. Yeah. Be because I'll tell yeah. you a place that luck doesn't happen 
right. front of a Netflix account. Sure. There's no luck there. No, there's no luck there. Like, yep. Luck is found on, on the other side of preparation and action. Absolutely. The harder you work, the luckier you get. I mean, that's, that's the truth. And that's really where luck comes. I guess I say luck, but it's more, you know, you, I work at those relationships. I work for, to try to be around those people that I can learn from. You know, I work to try to spend time with people like that because, I mean, I, I, I'm just like an, you know, anybody else, man. I'm, I ask questions. I want to learn. I want to know what you know that I don't, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that's important. And I can't learn that from a guy sitting on his couch eating bonbons, you know. It's just, you know, <laughs> you, don't, you don't learn stuff from people right. like that, you know. Right. You can learn how to be, you know, whatever, a professional gamer, I guess, you know. So maybe I'm cutting those people out and I shouldn't be. But right. With what I'm trying to do, I try to surround myself by people that are that are doing more than I'm doing. And so, what do you do? Like, let, let's talk about that. So, like, tell me, tell me a, a day in your world, what you've got <laughs> going on. And okay, and- so um, I'm I'm an entrepreneur first of all. Um, started an insurance company with uh, another guy named Jeff Landis. We uh, started together in '06. So I got my license when I was my insurance license when I was um, 21. Went to work for Allstate. Uh-huh. Um, for, I don't know, probably, I guess it would have been six months or so. Um, wasn't doing much before that, you know, I worked for my dad, he owns a construction company. Um, just didn't want to be at the end of a show for the rest of my life. And I didn't see myself really, I wanted to be out in front of people. I knew I needed to be in front of people, talking to people, using my gift of gab to be able to grow, you know, myself and, and, you know, my family, my future, you know, that's, I'm a big future family guy. Um, just leaving a legacy, you know, we've talked about that before. I'm really big in that. So, um, you know, just decided to get off the couch and go to work and do something that I thought would actually be able to create a career for myself. And, you know, just worked really hard, man. Just, uh, you know, got in touch with the right people, you know, made some moves with some people that were doing a lot of really good things. Um, and those people, some of those people aren't even still around, which is funny, but um, was able to, you know, but even though they were, a stepping stone, and I, that's, a, that's a weird word, but a, a place to be able to get you propelled to the next level, they're still, you know, they still aren't there, you know? Right. So you, you, you try to rekindle that, sometimes it doesn't work, but anyways, I'm getting off on a tangent. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm an insurance broker, work for a company called Combined Insurance. I'm, I'm a partner at Combined Insurance um, in Grain Valley. Uh, so we, we basically just broker out all types of insurance. We do, you know, you they, name it. They insure this it. building. We insure the building, we insure the business, we do, um, you know, home and auto, um, you know, we do general liability, work comp, all kinds of stuff. A lot of things that most people would consider boring. You know, I mean, insurance just isn't a fun, it's not a fun tagline. It's, oh yeah, I'm so excited about doing insurance. But <laughs> You're the person that everybody has to deal with, but nobody wants nobody to Nobody wants deal. to, yeah. yeah. It's almost like the tax guy in a right. sense, you know, or, or, or like your lawyer. You're it like, is, eh, a, it it's, is a, it's a necessary taxation. It's, it, yeah, it's exactly right. Except for when you need it. I always say that to people. No, It's like, true. I hate you but I need you. And now that I do need you, it's, this is actually really well because you're going to hand me a whole pile of cash. Just got the check. Yeah. You're all right. Yeah. You're not a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I hate your deductible, but you're not a bad right. guy. Um, so yeah, you know, I just, I worked hard. I stayed at the grind. I had a lot of people that helped me. So I'm not going to say for one second, Jeff's been an awesome mentor. Um, you know, he'd been in the business since 99 when I got in 06. Um, he busted off, started an agency, kind of took a chance on me. Um, you know, we started out, I didn't start out as a partner. I started out just on the ground floor, but I worked hard. He taught me a lot of things. He knows a lot about insurance, taught me a lot of stuff. And I got some of that, you know, um, elbow grease worked into me where I could just work hard, man. And just got to where I was staying late, you know, coming in early, staying late, doing those things that, that it takes to succeed. And, um, again, the harder I worked, the luckier I got. And it just seems like every year I've had a better year every year as I've gone since 06. So 
been fun. So 13 years, mm -hmm. and you said something in there that I think is really pretty funny. It's, you said, I didn't want to work behind a shovel the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, you still are. Absolutely. Like you still are carrying a shovel. It's just different. And it's you're leveraging, mm -hmm. right, you're leveraging the the minefield, if you will, of, of relationships. Right. And, and I, you know, not to knock what my dad does by any stretch, because um, he's no, it's big he's business. done awesome. Yeah. He's, he's made a huge, huge living for himself, and he's got a great company. But it just, there was, you know, we have too many conflict. It's like, you know, uh, two presidents trying to knock each other. It just doesn't work, you right. know? And, and our, our idea of having a business together wasn't the same idea that we each had. So it was either, hey, do I have a relationship with my dad, or do I continue to work for him? Right. You know, so could I have made more money? Possibly. Probably, actually. I mean, in the long run, maybe not, but for sure right now. Right. You know, but it was one of those, like, I, I, I'd rather have my dad than have, you know, have a business that we were working on together that, you know, we would hate each other at the end of the day. Well, and I think partnerships just become a really complicated conversation. If, Absolutely. If you have spent any time around me, you know that I am <laughs> not an advocate of partnerships, especially no. quick ones, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, we should, we, we have a similar line of interest and we should go into business together. I'm too scared to go by myself, so we should be partners. Right, right. But, you know, you're one of the few people that I've thought, look, and, and so to your point, um, I love what you said earlier and the way that you just kind of tied to it a little bit is it doesn't matter what I did last week, last month, two years ago, mm -hmm. but then here today in this conversation right now, it's like, well, maybe I could make more money. Maybe you could, but what's your educational depth inside of figuring it out for yourself? Like, oh, what's that? You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. If, if dad says, hey, I'm on this elevator, I built it, I jumped down to the bottom, I built an elevator back up to the top, come climb aboard, you want to step onto his elevator and say, okay, but dad, you know, if we would adjust these buttons a little bit and maybe paint it a different color and add some, some right. nitrous, it would go a little bit faster. And sure. And dad's like, I built this. Yeah. And so, so in this, in what you've done, you said, Hey dad, appreciate the elevator, but I'm going to just jump. I'm going to do my own thing. So respect that. Yeah. You just have to, I mean, you know, you find a spot where you could, I have a lot of friends that are, are were in my position that are still in my position. Um, a, a good friend of mine, um, Sal Belfani, he, they run the car the car washes down the street um, in Independence. They've got I don't know four I think now. Uh, family wide, they have like ten or eleven between the brothers. Oh wow! But um, he's you know they have the same things. They 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 go through the same struggles. They they deal with you know they have to deal with their family day in and day out. And, you know, there's times where he's like, man, this is a drag. And there's times where this is great, you know. Right. So it's just, it's, it's who you want to be and what you decide that you want to do. And, um, I, and, and we've talked about it. He has those same situations where it's like, no matter how good of an idea I have, I can't get the idea through because there's still that top guy. It's still my dad right. that I have to go through. And he may say, no, this is no good, you know. Whether it is or it isn't, sometimes that's just the way it goes, you know. Right. Because you, when you try to implement anything as the vice president, President's gonna say, nah, man, I'm good. Like, we're good with what we're doing. And there may be a good reason for that, but it's still that it, it eats at you at night, especially when you come back and you're like, man, this was a good idea. I feel like this could have worked. So, this is part one of a several part series with David and I. Uh, it just gets better and better. So, I will see you tomorrow. Savvy? As always, I just wanna thank everybody for taking the time to listen to Money Moves with Michael Munsterman. And if this is your first time of listening to the show, hey, just subscribe 
follow, like, share, go, go through the movies. It helps us to like, just get the word out and get this message out that, you know, ultimately our goal is to grab on the people as they are going through life as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, or hopefully getting in, in front of the eyes and ears of, of young people who someday want to own their own hustle, do their own thing. So just in anything you can do that way is super helpful to us here. And then finally, just a couple other things. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's at MJ Munsterman. And Facebook is, is uh, like if you search Michael Munsterman, it pops right up. We're on YouTube as well. And then the final thing is if you're interested in a more in-depth like mentorship where you can work or at least feel like you're working directly with me, getting the hacks and the secrets and the things that I believe every single entrepreneur, whether you currently have a business, whether you have multiple businesses, whether you're doing 100,000 a year or 10 million a year, things and principles that, I, that I've used to make hundreds and millions of dollars in total sales across multiple companies, then check out M4Nation, that's M, the number four nation, dot Michael Munsterman, Dot com. Check it out and, and there's an opportunity there to get um, in on our coursework. It's, it's 35 plus videos of, of content specifically for this conversation. It's over 20 hours of information. Then we've got a 150 page workbook there that like is a real introspective look into yourself to help give you a good compassing and anchor at where you are and show you how to how to navigate the course to where you want to go, what you want to accomplish and who you want to be. Thanks so much again for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.